Welcome to the Inspired Church Podcast. These messages are designed to equip and empower you with the word of God so you can live a life fully committed to Christ. We pray that you are blessed by today's message. The Bible says this in the book of Matthew chapter 28, verse 1 to 10. After the Sabbath all down on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and began like dead men. Verse five, the angel said to the woman, do not be afraid for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified, he is not here. He has risen, just as he said, come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciple. He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. In verse 8, the woman hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciple. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, bowed down and worship him. Then Jesus said to him, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. Amen and amen. <clears throat> the Bible is so clear that, uh, you know, this was the day that Jesus was risen after he, he had died for, you know, had after, after three days that people were, were waiting. And the Bible says that he came back to life. The title of my message this morning is When Unexpected Happen. When Unexpected Things Happen to Us. So that is the title of my message. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. Um, every year around this time, you know, you know, uh, we, we as Christians, we, we gathered. It is a tradition in the body of Christ. We gathered to celebrate the Easter and um, not only to, to celebrate the Easter, but um, most of us, we, we, we gather to refocus. You know, we gather to refocus on the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Today, whether you prepared uh, yourself to celebrate Easter or you prepared your heart, you know, just to, to recall on what Jesus did on the cross for us. Because you see, so many of us, we celebrate Easter, but not all of us, we have the same focus. And that's why I said earlier, it is we are refocusing on the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So this morning, as I'm, as I'm preaching or as I'm sharing the word of God, I just want you to ask yourself, why am I here this morning? Why am I even reading the Bible? Why am I celebrating Easter? Why is it that Easter is different from yesterday? Why is it very important to me? Hallelujah, somebody. Because you see so many of us, we are, we are always happy to celebrate or to have celebration, you know, but most of the time we miss the purpose of that celebration. We miss the focus of why we are celebrating. Hallelujah, somebody. So this morning, I want us to just bring ourselves back and say we are going to refocus on the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, not only on that day on what happened, 
but also on what is happening to us and what will happen to us after today. Hallelujah, somebody. Because we have to prepare ourselves. I love what the Bible says this. The Bible says this in verse seven. The angel said to the woman, what was the woman doing there? Because the woman was here. She had already prepared herself. She was not focusing on the death of Jesus. But the Bible says this. She went there because she had hope. She refocused on something else. And that this morning, I want to call us into our attention that we not we don't let us not only focus on the death of Jesus Christ on what happened on the cross but let us refocus on what is about to happen because the Bible says this let me read this again in verse 5 the Bible says that the angel said to the woman do not be afraid for I know that you are looking for Jesus my God the angel had to, you know, have a conversation with the, the, the woman that I know that you have changed your focus. I know that you have changed your pain. I know that you have changed what was happening or what happened earlier. And now I know that you are here. You are looking for Jesus. This morning, I want to... Um, to just remind all of us that uh, we are not here because it is Easter that we are celebrating because everybody else is doing, but we are here because we are looking for Jesus. Hallelujah, somebody. Why is it very important for all of us this morning to gather here or around the world and even celebrate the Easter? It is because it speaks volume to us. It brings us to a place where we need not only to just sit down and repent, but to have a relationship with Jesus. Hallelujah, somebody. That's why I love this woman. He didn't go to the tomb because he wanted to see if the body of Jesus Christ was still there. But he went there because he wanted to have a relationship, uh, to continue the relationship with Jesus. Hallelujah, somebody. So many of us, we left Jesus on Friday on the cross. And now we are here. We are trying to do our own life. And God is telling us this morning that we need to go back and refocus on the death and resurrection of Jesus. We need to go back and refocus on what Jesus actually came to do in our life. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. The Bible says this again, that when the angel saw he, uh, the woman, she was afraid. I don't know how many of you this morning, you woke up and you are afraid of something especially in this pandemic time. I know there is so many people that are so afraid because of their family situation. I know there's so many people right now under the sound of my voice. You are so afraid of your financial situation. I know there is so many people today under the sound of my voice that you are so afraid of your health status and you don't know what to do, but God is calling us to go back and refocus on what he did. He paid the price for us. Hallelujah, somebody. You know, it is so easy for me to come here like and say Jesus pay the price for you but it is so hard for so many of us to see the price itself hallelujah somebody let me give us a good example every single time when somebody buy us a present you know we celebrate the present but we forget about the price hallelujah somebody but Jesus today is not asking us only only to celebrate on on what he did but also to refocus on the price that he paid. He gave his life, hallelujah, somebody. He sacrificed everything that was within him. He sacrificed his destiny and his future. And he said, I am going to die for Emily, hallelujah, somebody. So I've come to remind all of us this morning that Jesus did not only pay the die for us, but he paid the price. So I want us to focus today on the price that Jesus paid to for us because every single time when somebody bring a present to you and you focus on the on the price trust me you will treat that thing or whatever the present with with with, with care 
But so many of us, we don't care about our salvation because we have already forgotten about the price that Jesus paid on the, on the, on the, on the cross. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. And that's why the angel say to the woman, you do not have to be afraid because Jesus has already paid the price. So to all of us this morning, I want to ask us, have you ever sit down and celebrate Easter and ask yourself, how much or what kind of price that Jesus paid for me? And what am I supposed to do? Have you ever gotten to that place of asking yourself, Jesus died for me. What am I supposed to do to, to him? You know, worshiping Jesus alone is not enough. Having a relationship with Jesus, that is what Jesus wants us to have, to, 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 to have with him, a relationship. You see, I can worship Jesus when I'm in pain, but once the pain goes away, I can go back away and walk and do my own things. But when I have a relationship with him, it means that I cannot walk away with him, away from him. Hallelujah, somebody. Let me give us a good example. For example, a father and a mother with their kids, we almost have a relationship with our kids. It doesn't matter what our kids do. It doesn't matter even if they get arrested today and they they're taken to jail. You see, I will still have a relationship with my son or my daughter in prison. Hallelujah, somebody. It doesn't matter where they are, but I still have the relationship with them. And that is why Jesus is calling us this morning. We need to have a relationship with him this morning. I don't know about you, but myself, every single morning when I wake up, I just want to have a relationship with God because I know that this relationship is not cheap. This relationship was paid. Hallelujah, somebody. This relationship took the blood of Jesus. It took everything that Jesus had. And that's why God is calling us this morning to refocus our mind, to refocus our life on the price that Jesus paid on the cross. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. I want to share with us uh, some few things that are actually, it, it is going to help us in this uh, uh, resurrection season as we uh, sit down and meditate on what God did, as we sit down and figure out our relationship with God, as we sit down and try to, to see what we can do next. Hallelujah, somebody. Because see, this is the time that all of us, we need to go back and ask ourselves, am I just a Christian to go to church or am I a Christian to make impact or to make influence in other people's life? Hallelujah, somebody. Because uh, let's go back to the Bible verse before I bring some few points to us. Let us go back to uh, verse 8, uh, verse 7. Go with me in verse 7. Or let's go back a little bit uh, to verse 6. The Bible says this, he is not here, he has risen, just as he said, come and see the place where he lay. Verse 7, then go quickly and tell his disciple, my God. He has risen from the dead and is gone ahead of you in Galilee. There you will see him. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. I love that part. It really touches me because it speaks volume to me. You see, the Bible says this. Uh, the angel did not take time to sympathize with the woman. But the angel took an opportunity to give her the next assignment, my God. And that is what God is looking this morning. God is not looking for us to just sit down and cry to our situation, but God is looking unto us and asking us, Emily, are you ready for the next assignment? 
Hallelujah, somebody. You see, so many of us, when we go through hard time, we want people to sympathize with us. We want people to, to just sit down with us there and cry with us. But in this season that we are in right now, it is a season for the next assignment. You see, I was uh, talking to somebody the other day and um, the person said, how do I know if, if I'm called? <laughs> how do I know that Jesus has called me? And how do I even, even start preaching? And as we were having conversation, you know, he took me back on how I started preaching. I didn't know how to preach. I didn't know anything to do. But you see, every single time when you walk close to Jesus and have a relationship with him, he will teach you. Hallelujah, somebody. And that is what God wants us to have. God wants us to have a relationship because our level of assignment has changed. Let me say this again. Our level of assignment is about to change this morning. Hallelujah, somebody, this morning. You see, so many of us, we are, we are because of what is happening around us, we are so comfortable in our fear zone. You know, you, you, you're in this place where you don't want to move forward or move backwards or go left and right, but you're just comfortable in this fear. Yes, you fear to go to do something, but you don't want to come out of it. And so many of us, we are caught up in this place where, in the fear zone where, you know, I don't want to just arise and do anything different because I don't know what is going to happen. I don't want to see unexpected things. Hallelujah, somebody. But God is calling us this morning to just push forward and say, it doesn't matter what is going to happen to me, but I know that God has my back. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. I want us to see these um, few things. Why Jesus actually died for us. Number one, Jesus came to resurrect our hope. He died so that our hope can be resurrected. Hallelujah, somebody. In verse nine, the Bible says this, um, Jesus appeared and he said this, I say, uh, he, he said this, um, he gave them hope in verse nine. Let's go back to verse nine. The Bible says this, certainly Jesus made them greetings, he said. They came to him and worship. Hallelujah, somebody. Because the disciples, they were so afraid. The Bible says they were walking at night. You know, they were so afraid. But Jesus appeared to them. And as soon as Jesus appeared to them, the Bible says this, they bow down and worship him. What does that mean to us? It means that Jesus gave them hope. Jesus has come to us this morning, not for us to be afraid anymore, but Jesus has come to us this morning so that we can have hope. And that's why I want to I wanna just encourage all of us this morning, no matter what is happening to you, it is time for you to change your position. It is time for you to change your mind and say, Jesus, I thank you. I see you, hallelujah, somebody. I see you have appeared to me this morning and it is my season and my time for me to bow down and worship you, hallelujah, somebody this morning because the disciple had hope. They say, wow, our master is back again. They didn't even have a conversation. One thing that you need to understand, they didn't even ask him, who are you? The Bible says this, they recognize Jesus and they bow down. This morning, if you have a relationship with God, you will always know when Jesus appears in your life. When you have a relationship with God, you don't have to question the prophet of God that is this God or this is you. You will always understand that this is my God. You will understand his appearance. You will understand his power. Hallelujah, somebody. And that's why this morning God is calling unto us to go and worship him. 
recognize him and worship him. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. Let's go to number two. Why uh, Jesus came to resurrect our callings. My God, I don't know how many of you under the sound of my voice, you have given up in your calling. So many of us, especially in this pandemic season, so many people have given up in their calling. Uh, yesterday, I was having a conversation with one of my uh, mamas, and uh, we were talking about, uh, you know, um, sometimes, you know, we pastors, we want to look back and reflect our, our callings and, and, and what this pandemic has actually caused in the church. And I can tell you, it is more harder in, in pastor's life than anybody else, because now, I am here trying to preach on, online. <laughs> it is not easy. But you see, this is something that we have to relearn. We have to sit down and tell ourselves, God, you have to take me through. You see, so many of us, our prayer point changed. My prayer point is no longer God bring people to church and let the church feel no. My prayer is God, help me to know how to preach online. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> because if you are not disciplined, you can start jumping and screaming and doing all those things. And this is not the building. This is online. Hallelujah, somebody. So Jesus came and he died for us and, and he's, um, he resurrected because of our calling. So let's go back to the Bible. The Bible says this, uh, Jesus, um, uh, go back where he said, uh, in, actually at the end in verse 9, where he said, in verse 10, he said, then suddenly he said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers. Hallelujah, somebody. Oh, my God. I love this. <laughs> you see, after they worship him, he said, go and tell my brothers. What does that mean? It means Jesus reminded them who they were. Jesus brought their purpose back to life. This morning, I have come to remind all of us that Jesus resurrected because of our calling. Jesus resurrected because of our purpose. He did not just only pay the price for our sin, but also he resurrected because of our callings. Hallelujah, somebody. So if you are under the sound of my voice this morning and you're so disappointed, you know what else to, you don't know what else to do or you don't even know how to pray because I can tell you this, that 100% of, 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 of some of us, we have even forgotten how to pray. Why? Because we're in this place where we're in a, a fear zone, where the enemy has really actually, you know, um, pressure us that we cannot do anything. Uh, but this morning, I want to remind us that God resurrected because of our calling. So this is the morning that you need to arise and go and tell your brothers, go and tell other people that Jesus is alive and is about to come. Hallelujah, somebody. Let's go to number three. Jesus came to resurrect our joy. Hallelujah, somebody. I love this part because so many of us, we are so sad. So many people, they have lost their job. So many people, they have lost their, their marriage. So many people in this pandemic season, they have lost their parents. Hallelujah, somebody. But the Bible says this, um, that Jesus came to resurrect our joy. And I want us to go back to the Bible verse in verse 8. The Bible says this, um, the woman added away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how many of you have ever been in this place. You know? You are so afraid, but inside you, there is joy. There is something different that is happening. I can say this, that this woman had an emotional 
mixture. You know, he didn't even, she didn't know if she could, she, she can cry or she can scream or whatever. You know, everything, it was too much for her because the Bible says this, uh, that she was running in rush, yet she was afraid, but she was filled with the joy. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. I've come to encourage somebody and also to remind all of us that Jesus resurrected for our joy. He did not resurrect so that we can stay in the, uh, in the zone of fear and mourning and murmuring, but Jesus resurrected this morning so that we can be joyful, hallelujah, somebody, so that we can rejoice on what God has for us. You see, so many of us, we compare joy with material things. So many people compare their joy with amount of money that they have in their account. But see this woman, God did not, you see, <laughs> the angel did not even ask her, where are your friends? No, the Bible says this, the angel commanded her to go and deliver the message. And the Bible says this, when she heard about the news, my God, the Bible says that she was afraid, yet she was filled with the joy. This morning, I've come to remind all of us that Jesus did not only die for us to receive, resurrected for us to have a good news, but also he has resurrected so that we can really live in a place of joy. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. So I wanted to remind the enemy, whatever the news that the enemy is bringing to you, I wanted to remind him that Jesus is the reason of my joy. Hallelujah, somebody. Jesus is the reason of why I am here today. Jesus is the reason of why I am preaching this morning. Jesus is the reason of why I have a family this morning. Jesus is the reason of why we all go to work this morning. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. You sometimes have to remind the enemy what Jesus did. Hallelujah, somebody. Let's go to number four. Jesus came to resurrect our life. Jesus came to resurrect our life. You know, when, when I was reading the Bible and um, the spirit of the Lord dropped this in my, my spirit that Jesus came to resurrect our life. You know, I, I had a conversation with myself. I said to myself, if Jesus came to resurrect my life, was I dead? Where was I if Jesus came to resurrect my life? You see, sometimes just, just don't read the Bible because it sounds good or because it is powerful. <laughs> it is good to always read the Bible, but have a conversation with yourself. You see, it is good to preach to yourself when you read your Bible. Hallelujah, somebody. And that's what I did when I was preparing myself. When the Spirit of the Lord dropped this in my spirit, that Jesus came to resurrect my life, I asked myself, where was I? And that is the question that I want all of us to ask ourselves. When Jesus, or at this moment right now, where are you in your life? Are you dead or are you alive? And I'm talking about our spiritual life. You know, spiritually, where are you? Are you in a place where you can say that I am dead in my spirit? And it is okay for all of us to confess that I am dead in my spirit, but I need the power of God to resurrect me. Hallelujah, somebody. You see, so many of us, we want to pretend because we want to show the pastor that we're living a holy life. But let me tell you something. All of us, we are human beings, and we fail every single day. We are sinning every single day. But what is most important in our life, it is to go back and reflect and say, I am a sinner, but God, you died for me. Hallelujah, somebody. You paid a price. You did something that nobody can ever done it in my life. Hallelujah, somebody. Let's go to number four. 
Jesus, uh, uh, number five, actually. First of all, let's go to number four. Uh, I wanted to uh, give us a Bible verse. In verse seven, the Bible says this, then go quickly, quickly and tell his disciple. <laughs> he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you. There you will see him. I love this. You know, the disciple had already given up. Some of them, you see, if you read the, if you go back, you will see that even they were divided. Peter was in another place. <laughs> Somebody else was on the other place. But the Bible says this, Jesus did not even worry about their location. Jesus said, then go quickly and tell my disciple that I am risen. Hallelujah, somebody. You see, Jesus gave them life again. This morning, I've come to all of us that Jesus has resurrected so that we can have life. Hallelujah, somebody. You see, sometimes the enemy will whisper to us that we don't have life. And I'm going to share with you uh, my personal uh, uh, situation that happened recently. Um, two weeks ago, I went to um, the doctor and, um, you know, I went through biopsy and uh, um, I was afraid because uh, in 2013, um, I went for through the same uh, thing. And um, at that time they find something, you know, uh, my doctor called it abnormality and it was, uh, they said there was, uh, you know, some cells of cancer in, in somewhere in my body where I don't want to mention. But um, you see, I was afraid <laughs> at that time, that was to, to, to 2013. But I went back home and I prayed and the Lord healed me. And a few weeks ago, I found myself back again in the same situation, you know, where the same thing happened. I woke up in the morning and, uh, you know, I was, I was not feeling well. And um, I said, you know, I feel the same thing, the one that I felt before. So I decided to go back to the doctor. Actually, I, I, I was coming from work and I was so much in pain. I couldn't even drive. I was using one hand to drive back home. And I said to myself, you know, it has come back again. You see, that fear, I went back to my fear zone. I was so afraid of my, my, myself. And I remember when I was sitting in the parking lot, and uh, I was trying to grab my phone to call my doctor. I, was, I started shaking because I knew, you see, this was it. Because, um, you know, for those of you that you have ever been at experience with people that have, have cancer before, you see, they always say that it goes and it comes again. And I was so scared. I was like, this is it. That's what actually I told myself. I didn't even remember to pray. But I was telling myself, this is it. You know, and back in my mind, I was like, I'm not prepared. I have not done this and I've not done that. And, you know, and I started thinking about my kids and, you know, I, so many things came in my mind, but to make the story short, I went to the doctor, they did a test and uh, they did a procedure, uh, which made, made me to stay home for one week, but I was so much in pain, even after the procedure. And um, I went through the procedure, everything went well, and I came back. And after a few days, <laughs> the pain came back. And this time around, I was at work also, and the pain was so much to a place that I was sweating. And I told myself, oh my God, this is it again. That was the third time. So I came back from work. I went to, to, to the doctor straight. And the doctor said, where well, we did a procedure, you have infection. And when I had the word infection, I was like, how will this heal? Because I was so afraid of my life. And I came home and I called my kids and I say, I have something that I need to tell you guys. So in the back of my mind, 
I was actually, you know, like telling them everything and I was trying to plan everything, but I was so afraid. I didn't want to tell anybody, but I had to tell my kids. And uh, see, sometimes when, when, when we get to a place where you are life and dead, you don't know what to do. You get confused. But I want to let you guys know that I prayed and God healed me. So I went back to the doctor and the doctor said, your test came back <laughs> positive and I really thank God. So I want to encourage all of us this morning that you see Jesus came. Jesus came to give us life. Hallelujah, somebody. Sometimes we get to this place where we say, I am going to die. <laughs> but when you know who you are, it doesn't matter what the devil tells you. That's what the Bible says in verse 7. Then go quickly and tell my disciples <laughs> that Jesus has risen. This morning, I want to remind all of us, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't even matter what the doctors always tell us. I am saying this as a testimony of my life. Few weeks ago, I thought that I was going to die. Few weeks ago, I thought I was going to start going to chemo and all those things. I was afraid of my life. But Jesus reminded me that he died for me and sickness and disease has no power over us. You know, it took me so much to come here live on Facebook and, and the Zoom to just share this because it's not something that I want to tell people, but I'm telling you because Jesus paid the price for me and I am well, hallelujah, somebody. So I don't know what you're going through right now, but I want to remind you that it doesn't matter what the doctors say. It doesn't matter what people say, but I want you to focus your life. If you can focus your focus, if you can focus your mind on Jesus, trust me, he will do it. In fact, uh, me and my, my doctor, we were making fun and the doctor said, I've never seen somebody with faith like you. But inside me, I knew who I was because my doctor doesn't know who I was, but I know who I am. So this morning, as we're celebrating this Easter, I want to remind all of us that Jesus is risen. Jesus is our power. Jesus is our healing this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, somebody. Lastly, I want us to go to number five, and this is where I love the most. Jesus came to resurrect our faith. Hallelujah, somebody, this morning. You know, with, with, with my testimony that I just shared with us, uh, I just want to remind all of us that you have to have faith. You see, don't just call yourself a Christian and lose the battle. Wow, let me say this again. Don't just call yourself a Christian and lose the battle. So many of us, we go to church, we read our Bible, yet we are losing the battle every single day. You know, one thing that I've come to learn in my own personal experience is that you have to be a fighter. You have to remember the price that Jesus paid on the cross. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. So before I close, I want to remind all of us, how is your faith? How strong is your faith? Because you see, sometimes what we go through is so powerful than what Jesus, you know, in our mind, we think that our situation is so big and so strong than what Jesus paid in the cross. I want to remind all of us this morning that our situation is not powerful than Jesus. Jesus is powerful than our situation. Hallelujah, somebody. So wherever you're going through this morning, whatever is happening in your life, if only you can have faith and tell yourself that Jesus resurrected 
for my faith. He resurrected so that I can have faith in him. Can you imagine if Jesus had not resurrected? Can you imagine what could have happened to his disciple? What could have happened to us? You know, these are the things that we need to ask ourselves. What if Jesus did not resurrected? What if Jesus just died and never came back to life? You see, those are the things that you need to ask yourself. And if you can ask yourself, then you'll come to conclusion that surely Jesus resurrected so that I can have faith in him. Jesus resurrected because the Bible says this in verse nine, they came to him. The disciple came to Jesus, my God, and they bowed down and worship him. Meaning that the same disciple who they were so afraid and they were, they were so confused, they had faith that our master is back and we have to worship him. This morning, I want to encourage all of us. Maybe you're in this situation where you're so afraid and so confused. You're walking like these two disciples. You're going, but you don't know where your destination is. You're just walking randomly. You see, some of, some of us, when we are going through some painful moment, our minds walk randomly. Like what I said in the two weeks ago, you know, my mind was walking randomly. I didn't know actually what to, 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 to do. I didn't even tell my parents, but in my mind, if you saw me in my face, and actually, you see, even two, two weeks I've preached here, but nobody knew what was going on in my mind. But inside me, you know, I had this random thinking and, and everything that was going on in my life. And so many of us, we live in this random place where we are not actually sure of our next destiny. I've come to encourage us this morning that Jesus resurrected because of our faith. He resurrected so that we can have faith in him. He resurrected so that we can not give up in our situation. So this morning, I don't know what you're going through, but I want to pray with us. Whatever it is happening in your life, if only you can have faith, then you can receive what you want God to give it to you. Because see, God is not like me and you, where he will come and say, Emily, I have this book. No, I have to have faith that I am receiving a book in the spirit before I receive it in the physical. Hallelujah, somebody. So if you're sick and you're under the sound of my voice, I want you to believe that Jesus, you resurrected because of my faith. I've been doubting you. I've been doubting your power. I've been doubting this and this, but Jesus, you resurrected because of my faith. You know why I say that this is the most important part of me and all of us? It is because the devil does not test our mind. The devil does not test our money. He always tests our faith. Hallelujah, somebody. My God, let me say this again. The enemy will never come and test anything in your life. He will start with your faith. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. So I want you to ask yourself, where is my faith? How strong am I? You know, can I stand even though things are falling apart in my life? 
Can I stand even though there is nobody who is believing me? You see, so many of us, we waste our time on trying to convince people to believe on us. I used to be there. I know what it means. But I, 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 one day God woke me out and said, you're wasting your time. Because sometimes you don't have to make people to believe what you're saying, but just speak and God will start working on them. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. So this morning, I want us to go before the Lord. For those of you that you feel like you want God to touch your faith again, for those of you that you feel you need God to do something in your life, this is the moment Jesus resurrected so that we can change. Jesus resurrected so our situation can change. Hallelujah, somebody. You have to be tired with your situation for Jesus to intervene. Let me say this again. You have to be tired with your situation for Jesus to intervene. So many of us, we are comfortable, especially in America, because we are getting help from government, because you know we are having this and this, and because if I am sick, people can have favor on me. Listen to me, somebody, if you are a child of God, then you don't have to live that life anymore because Jesus died for you. Yesterday is gone. Today, here we are. How many people did you preach to them yesterday? You see, we cannot go back again. But if we can walk on our faith today and say, God, embrace my faith. Give me more faith. Let me see what you want me to see. Let me go where you want me to go, God. Do what you want me to do, God. Just show me. Thank you for listening to this message. We pray that you have been blessed by the word of God. We encourage you to follow us on Facebook by searching Emily Lagat. If you have a prayer request, contact us at inspiredprayerministries at gmail.com. Stay blessed.